We have had a doozy of a day. What an excellent day for an exorcism. Welcome to the Horror Basement. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny. We got Jim Jam and Yeti here with us. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Angela, Angela got abducted by aliens. Um, not sure what was up with that, but uh, we hope she uh, gets returned soon. Yeah, hope so. Hope they don't, uh, hope they don't scrape and probe her too much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm back. They 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 left. They brought me back. I'm good. Just so. Uh, so pretty much, Johnny said, uh, "Hey, there's a girl down there. Y'all can have." Yeah. Yeah. Women are better. Um, but uh, it's been a few weeks. We are back. We are going to talk about uh some news, and then the double feature. The movies of the week, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, and High Tension. High Tension. I watched it, and I was like, High Tensity doesn't sound right, you dumbass. <laughs> uh, I was like, what the hell? It's been so long. But first, uh, I would like to say that we have teamed up with uh, Phoenix Fearcon. We're helping them uh, get the word out for their their con. Uh, they're going to do it streaming this year, and all at access passes are twenty five dollars. Get this though, it's from October sixteenth through December thirty first. So, for more information, uh, you can go to phoenixfearcon.com. Phoenixfearcon.com. Uh, we're going to try to do some interviews in the future coming up with some of the panelists that are on there. Uh, hopefully talk to Jay Michaels and get some more information about what Phoenix Fearcon is for all of you. So be on the lookout. Just wanted to bring that up. And, and then another. Yeti? Oh, yeah. Also, uh, coming up in October, Knoxville Horror Film Festival. Um just like everything else, it's kind of fucking different than usual. Instead of doing it at the Regal or or even at Central Cinema this year, they're doing the big main event at the Parkway Drive-In in Maryville. So, like a stone's throw from the house. They're doing... Okay, um, the 35th anniversary screenings of Lombardo Bava's Demons and Dan O'Bannon's Return of the Living Dead... Both killer fucking movies and would be super dope to see the drive-in. Uh, that is October 23rd through the 25th. Uh, you can go to centralcinema865.com uh, to check out. They, you know They've partnered with the... Or you can look up Knoxville Horror Film Fest online to figure out how much passes are going to be and uh, see all the other cool stuff that's going to be there. But uh, the, the main event is going to be the screening of Demons and Return of the Living Dead, and, and of course, you know, a ton of shorts uh, at the at the drive-in. This is, it's, I think it's fitting to have a horror con at a drive-in, you know? Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Um, and at least they're still trying to do it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it's really it's really nice that uh, hopefully things settle down in a month and a half. Hopefully things get better. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. We'll I'm see. pretty sure yeah. it will after, uh, after November. Then in November, the first week in November, at that at the same drive-in, there's going to be a event put on by Mountain Oddities, which is this really dope little uh, local oddity shop where you get your your bones and your your cursed knives and your wet specimens and all kinds of you know nifty shit. And um, a place called Pop Culture Autographs, which is just like, you know, comic books and, and uh, action figures and, and sculpting tools and stuff like that. There's going to be there's going to be artists there. There's going to be vendors. And we'll have a table there 
uh, hanging out. Hopefully, um, hopefully we'll have you know some stickers and some, maybe some shirts. Probably not. Maybe maybe some books. I don't know. We'll have some neat stuff to to sell to you, and you can just come by and uh, you know talk about movies or whatever. It's going to be a good time. That's the first weekend in November. Yeah, looking for that. We will have stickers. We will definitely have stickers. So got plenty of them that we got that we thought we were going to get to go to conventions to uh, sell for a dollar. One buck, you know. Yeah. And got some pins, got some buttons. Uh, you know, you can you can email us and we could uh, mail you stuff. But anyways, yeah. Got a little bit of news. Uh. Some sad news once again for 2020. A lot of it sad. Not all of it sad. Um, but Candyman got pulled um, from the October release. There's no release date. Um, it's just one of the many, many films that have been axed or hooked. What did you say? I don't know. Hooked. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't really, couldn't really fit that in there. Sorry. Well, kind of like those old cartoons when they're on stage and they pull them off with the hook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's one of the many, many films that have been pulled because of, I don't even want to say the name of it, of what's going on. And it's unfortunate because I, I truly think, uh, I, I can understand studios want to make a lot of money. You know, that, that's, that's fine. That's, but, I mean, you could have shown it this year and then just not release the DVD and showed it next year. You know? Yeah. Like, people would have come back out next year and watched it, the people that didn't get to watch it. Hell, in a lot of places, people would have went this year. Yeah, I think so. And and I understand theaters aren't opened up all over the United States yet. And uh, that's where your biggest money maker is going to be. And theaters are, you know, you, you can't have that many people in there. I've been to the movies and I see how many people have been showing up and it's a way, way less. But I still would have liked to have seen it. Um, yeah, it would have been Like nice. I said, I, I would have went next year more than likely. But the people that didn't get to see it would go next year. You know what I'm saying? That's why yeah. you show it, you don't go, okay, well, then we'll just show it next year. Double dip, you know. I think they could have done that on a lot of stuff. But... Oh, well. Maybe they'll show the original, and then they'll show this one. Yeah, that would be cool. Feature. Yeah. You know, that'd you be know, really I, rad. It would be super fucking rad. You know what I bet, though? They're going to hold it until October of next year. I don't think so. Uh, I'm hoping, and because uh, with Saw, or whatever it's called, I don't, I forget, with it being held back till next year, Hopefully they release around the same time. Even I mean, people are going to go see these movies. Like yeah. spring, you know, like hopefully in spring, this stuff is, they've found something and like stuff, you know, it moves a little bit better, moves forward, and things start opening back up fully. So hopefully that, yeah, I don't know, we'll see. But there's going to be a lot of blockbuster movies come out next year around the spring, so... Never know. <sighs> Sad news. Uh, but some great right, news. Hey, yeah. Uh, I was looking up. Damn, I thought I, I was going to see when the original Candyman was released. And I uh, was thinking, what if they did a release on the anniversary of that? Yeah, that I mean, that'd be cool. I think it was released in July. No, it was released like in it. October 16th, 1992. Oh, uh, I thought it was July for some reason. Oh, wait, no, that, that was a... Uh, uh, never mind. That was the one movie with Bruce Willis that was released in July. Die Hard. That everybody calls a Christmas movie. Anyways. Yeah. No. There's been millions of movies released in July. I'm just making shit up here, guys. <laughs> uh, I hope they don't wait a whole fucking another year. But, I mean, Halloween's doing that, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sounds good. Uh, which, I don't know. That makes more sense for Halloween to wait. Yeah. But here's some great news for Halloween. Uh, get excited, guys. There's going to be a comedy mystery Halloween movie released on Netflix. <laughs> and it's Hubie Halloween. <laughs> 
Adam Sandler movie. Oh my god, an Adam Sandler movie? I hope he does this voice the entire movie. Yes. That would be, oh my god, that's my favorite. That'll be so cool. I I I love watching an hour and a half hour and a half of this voice right here. It doesn't well, really I, uh, have that voice. Well, something to be excited about if you're not a Adam Sandler fan is Holliston is now on Shutter. Season one and two, Adam Adam Green, another Adam, Adam Green's uh, Holliston. You can watch it on Shutter now. Fingers crossed, if enough people maybe talk about it, tweet about it, all that good shit, leave reviews on Shutter. Maybe we'll get a season three from Shutter. That's what Adam Green is hoping, anyways. That'd be cool. I I, I watched, uh, I kind of binged the first season of it, and uh, it was pretty good. It wasn't what I expected, you know, coming from those guys, but it was, uh, I don't know. If you haven't seen it, it's a sitcom, but it's a very self-aware sitcom. There's, you know, some some fourth wall breaks here and there. And there's some, like, uh, some practical effects and some gore. If you haven't seen Holliston, definitely check it out. Uh, it's a good time. It's, uh, there's, there's a lot of, like, you kind of... <laughs> To really enjoy it, you kind of have to be familiar with, like, Adam Green's films and stuff, because there's a lot of references to Victor Crowley and Hatchet, and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But, uh, no, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Definitely give it a shot. And uh, some more news. Uh, so, MGM is developing RoboCop prequel series, focusing on villainous Omni VP Dick Jones. Um, if you don't know what RoboCop is, I'm sorry. Uh, you miss, you're missing out in your life. Um, just saying. You should go watch so, RoboCop from the 1980s. So just to clarify, it's going to be a RoboCop series, whatever, without RoboCop. Well, uh, it's going to be the rise of Dick Jones and the uh, Omni Corporation. You know? Yeah. I, I'm not sure. It's just a RoboCop prequel. I'm not sure what it's going to be called. Yeah. Just you know cop. I mean? <laughs> well, uh, it might be called Omni. Yeah. But I don't know. You know. I don't know. My, my brain just went to who? Dick Jones. Who? Dick Jones. <laughs> my phone. Uh, What's the phone number? I have no fucking idea. My memory is not that good. But, uh, Oh, this phone <laughs> He's not. It's not necessarily under development yet. They're hoping that someone picks it up uh, to mm. do the to do the uh, pilot. But I mean, still, it'd be cool. It'd be pretty cool. I'd check it out because it, I think it's more or less like no one starts out evil or a bad guy, but you know how that goes downhill. So yeah. It'd just be cool to see the development, how they'll develop the the technology, and you know how it gets more evil and evil. You know, yeah, more power or whatever in their heads. Uh, that's all the news I have. So I guess yeah. we'll move into the movies of the week. Yeah, which one y'all want to do first? You want to do it's your movies. All right, let's do High Tension first. Uh, high Tension, it's it's one of those French extremity films. It's part of the new French extremity movement. Uh, directed, written and directed by uh, Alexander Alexandre Aja. He's the same guy who did um, the Hills Have Eyes remake. Uh, it came out in... 2003. 2003, um, it you know goes over a whole bunch of titles: Switchblade Romance, Halt Tension, uh, High Tension. Um, fun, fun, fun fact about this movie that, that um, I learned actually from my wife when we were watching it. There's this movie is based, okay, ripped off from a book called Intensity by Dean Koontz. Like the first two acts of this movie are shamelessly ripped off from Intensity. 
And like Aja ha- makes no bones about it. He was so inspired by the book that uh, he made this movie and he changed the ending. And we can t- we'll talk about the ending later. There's going to be spoilers for this. Uh, it's one of those that you can't really talk about without talking about the ending and spoiling it. So fuck you. Uh, you should probably watch it if you. Um, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so it was brought to Dean Koontz's attention that this movie had ripped off intensity and that the guy made no bones about the fact that he totally ripped off the book. And so he watched the movie and decided after watching the movie not to file any kind of legal claim or anything like that because he didn't want his name or his work attached in any way to high tension because he said that the, that this movie was vile and repugnant because apparently the, 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 the ending is what did it for him because, you know, there's probably a, a happy ending or a happier ending to intensity. I'm reading it right now. I'm just like on the second chapter, but it's, I mean, it's pretty much note for note so far. That's crazy and not nice. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's you know, fun fact. But the movie starts out with the two female leads. They're I get they're call they're in college, and um, they're going out to Alexia's family's place. It's Alexia and Marie. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they're heading out. Uh. They head out to her family's place out in the kind of out in the countryside, and they see uh, they, there's like stories of some guy you know breaking in or whatever. And they get out there and they settle in, and it's just like this warm family environment. Uh, Marie's not, not used to it because she's kind of a loner or whatever, and she's always like shaming her friend for being a slut or whatever. So she's kind of I don't know she's weird, and uh, so they get there. And they, they all get their, their like, she, Alex sleeps in her bedroom that she grew up in. Then they give Marie a, a, a guest room. And they're all down for the night. And then the killer comes in and just starts fucking shit up from the beginning. But before we get into the home invasion, we actually get a glimpse of the killer as they're pulling into, like, the, the area He's sitting in his like, I don't, I don't know. It looks like a really dirty bread truck to me. I call this Jeepers Creepers van. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's a box delivery truck of some sort, you know, yeah. like small, but like a mechanics. Like I would consider it like you're able to walk back into it like a case. Like you'd keep your tools back there and you would go work on something. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah it's kind of like outfitted for kidnapping. You yeah, know? pretty much. Uh, but but your first look at the killer is he's um, he's fucking a uh, decapitated head on the side of the road. He's just like sitting in his car, getting head from this head. Uh, made me think of that movie Headless, which uh, there's a lot of that in that movie. I fucking loved Headless. It's such a good movie. Um. <clears throat> So we'll start with uh, he comes in and he kills the dad, right? He like attacks him at the door. And it's like all the kills in this movie to me are just like super fucking neat. Like uh, the way he kills the dad is he like beats him up and then puts his head between like between the bars in the in the staircase banister. <laughs> And then oh, drops yeah. drops like a cabinet down on him, and it fuck or kicks it across the floor, or whatever. Anyway, he uses this cabinet and the banister to just like rip dude's head off. Uh, you know, then he lots, offs lots the of, mom. Lots of head mutilation. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, well, I don't know. Like at the very beginning, I thought that when you was talking about the head, that it was Alex's head. Like, once I finished the movie, I was yeah. like, oh, was that Alex's head? 
But uh, it wasn't. Say. Yeah. And uh, the director said it was not her head. He clarified. I guess a lot of people thought it was that. Like that was the ending. You know what I'm saying? Like what you've yeah. seen at the beginning was the ending, but that wasn't. That's just the type of women he likes. Yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. Or body. He has a type. Yeah, brunettes. Oh, I thought he just had a bodiless type. No, that's headless. <laughs> we'll watch the. We'll watch that one. Fucking one of these weeks. Um, I am. But anyways, go ahead with the the. Uh, yeah, kills the, kills him in the hallway or in the on the stairs. She looks down. Marie, is that her name? Marie. Yeah. I make sure I pronounce that right. I don't want to. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, she just stands there, which is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And then uh, the mom comes out, which. Yeah, the mom comes out and she, like, they fight around or whatever, and he ends up just, like, fucking cutting her throat. And it was a really good throat slash, like, blood spurting everywhere. This is a bloody fucking movie. This is so much blood. Uh, Like, mixed into all this, like, right before the killing starts, you do get, uh, because there's, like, you can tell that they're friends, but there's also this antagonistic relationship between um, Marie and Alexa, or, or, or oh, oh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, Alexia, Alex, Alexia, Alexia. Alex. Yeah, we'll go with Alex. There's yeah. this because you know Alex is just kind of like you know she's a normal college age person. She's going out, she's having some fun, drinking, you know, hooking up with dudes or whatever. And um, it seems like Marie is, like, really judgy, but it turns out it's because she's fucking jealous. <laughs> she's, like, she peeps on her in the shower, and, uh, you know, she thinks about her while she rubs one out later on. Uh, it's, you know, it's, like, this weird, uh, like, they're friends or whatever, but she's also, like, borderline stalker. Yeah, it's she's like, infatuated. Yeah, she's, like, infatuated with her, and it's... uh. I mean, it, it lends a dynamic, you know. She likes her, but she don't want to tell her, you know, because they're friends. Yeah. I mean, that's what, because they're there studying law. Like, yeah. They're going to be lawyers or some shit. I don't know. Uh, but here's the thing, like, I know this is a foreign movie and all, but that fucking house is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, when they got there, I was like, like I know in America they live people live in some shitty houses in the middle of nowhere. But man, that looked like an old ass farmhouse. I don't see how that motherfucker was <laughs> You right. know what I mean? Like, you look, like it just seemed like out nowhere. But it looked anyway. it's one of those houses that you drive by and go, that place is haunted. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking and it's surrounded hand. by cornfields. Like yeah. no, dude. Like which this which is, is the worst place shit. to be. Yeah, this is the worst place to be. They were going to die there one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. That's my thought. So we get the we get the mom kill uh, as Marie's hiding in a closet because yeah. she's kind of she's kind of your eyes through this, and she's hiding in different places in the house, uh, trying to trying to stay away from this guy. And she it's one of those closet doors with the slats in it, so she kind of peeks out through the slats. And she watches, and they she makes eye contact with the mom as homeboy cuts her throat and just leaves her dead on the floor. And then, um, and then, and then the little boy runs out. He's probably like eight or nine. Yeah. Uh, he runs out, and old boy just grabs uh, a rifle out of his truck, steps out in the cornfield. And it's a long shot, and you hear the gunshot, and you see the, the, the fireball at the end of the barrel, and then, uh, like, you don't uh, you don't see the kid fall, but later on, you see him laying in the field all fucking with a bullet hole in him. So they did kill the kid, and they killed the dog, too. They killed the family dog, but they killed the family dog off screen. Like, personally, I'd rather see 100 humans die than see a dog die in a movie. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but the whole time, Marie or Mary, Marie, uh, 
she's up there in the room with Alex, and she's looking through the window and sees it. Yeah. Or sees the flash. That's, that's how we're seeing it, though, is from her perspective yeah. of uh, the long shot. And Alex is just freaking out. Yeah, Alex is tied up uh, yeah, in, her, in, her, in her room. Yeah, she's chained up in her room. Like, he had come in, killed the dad, went and chained her up, and then finished everybody else off. And then he goes and gets Alex and puts her in the truck. And then the the chase kind of starts because she follows him. Uh, she follows him. What? She, uh, I was going to just kind of pick up for a second. She uh, Don't she jump in the truck trying to save her friend? Yeah, yeah. They've, she follows him to a gas station where he's getting fuel or whatever. And... Um, as he's at the pump. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but she don't fall. She gets in the truck, don't she? Because they oh, don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, she gets yeah, in the truck. In the she doesn't start following him until she steals the gas station attendant's car. That's yeah, what yeah. it was. She gets in there. She tries to get her out. She can't. So she goes into the gas station. That's kind of important because she she goes into the gas station and everything gets caught on camera in there. And... um. And then she's, she's yeah, she's she's deep using stealth, you know, hiding from the guy, ducking behind counters or ducking behind uh, shelves, rather. Um, calls the cops and cusses them out because they don't know where she is. Like, she's like, you know, he's got her and yada, yada, yada. And fucking she's yelling at the cops, calling them bastards. Yeah. It, it, it's weird because, like I said, uh, Yeti froze up. I don't know where he's at. Uh, oh, there he is. Yeah. There he is. Uh, froze up, Yeti. Oh, shit. But, yeah, she could, she's yelling at him. Uh, they couldn't. She's like, well, you don't know where the fuck I am. <laughs> <So> yeah. Like, <laughs> but uh, she's hiding. Like, before all that, she's all hiding and shit. And uh, he comes back in, and he the gas station attendant he's talking to him like oh hey lou blah blah blah. i bet you pick up a lot of pussy around here don't you from the older ladies you know on the road or some shit it's all weird yeah yeah just gross and weird yeah gross and weird and and that motherfucker gets axed yeah that was just fucking right right in his spine yeah, and then, uh, right in the chat, was it, was it the spawner? I can't, I feel like it was one of the two, but it was like, I know he was, steps yeah. on him, he falls down on the, the, uh, the axe and he just steps on top of him. Yeah. He shows it down even more. And she hid in the, uh, the bathroom, of course, and they do the whole stall check bullshit scene. Yeah. Because this whole time, dude, I'm watching this movie. And I'm like, this isn't real original. No, it's you really like deeply not like, original. I was just like, wow, like I've seen a lot of movies like this. Now, granted, this movie's from 2003. I didn't know. I thought it was a little bit newer. I thought it was like 2011, 2012 yeah. for some reason. Uh, but it still is like, hmm, I don't know. But apparently, I think he was using some scenes or homages to uh, other movies. You know what I'm saying? Like throwing it in there, you know, his love for horror movies or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they do the classic bathroom stall check and she gets out and he drives away. And like and, I said, she uses the phone and then she looks for the keys. And what I didn't understand was is she calls the cops, but yet she runs outside. She could see the fucking gas station sign and then go back in and call the cops again and say this is where i'm at yeah there and you know there's gonna be markings on the outside yeah like no. I thought that, well that's weird but you, she's panicked right you know what i'm saying like yeah you're, you're in a you're in a a, a high tense situation you know <laughs> yeah uh, she's you know she's under some high tension yeah, and uh, okay, I, I'll let that slide. You know, no big deal. But eventually, the cops do find it. This fucking gas station out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, once again, 
Which, I mean, there's gas stations everywhere out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But that gas station looked lonely. Like, why it he was did. open 24 hours? And then, and then, I, I know this is weird, but it's a little bit of gas station, but they go downstairs to the fucking bathrooms, and it's massive. Yeah. I'm like, are yeah, you fucking like... gas station bathrooms have fucking massive ass stop like restrooms? Yeah, it was like a fucking truck stop. Yeah, restroom. Like, it was like a big truck stop. Yeah, like here, like a lot of business goes there. Yeah, like but, there's a lot of people traveling that way. But the rest of it's like this dusty, lonely uh, gas station. Like all all the locations in this movie. Are just like run down, dirty, gritty, out of the way uh, places. It's, so that kind of adds a little bit of a feeling to it, you know, a little little uh, isolation, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of isolation, you get on that train, you'd be isolated. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and she she goes and chases him in the car and. He does. He wrecks her, right? Or she wrecks somehow. Uh, yeah, I think he like takes a side road and then comes in behind her, and yeah. then fucking smashes into the car. And then there's the fight scene where uh, where she's she's got like a a pole wrapped in barbed wire, and he's got like a fucking like a chops off her tile or something. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Concrete, some sort yeah. of yeah, like you yeah. cut. Fucking like heavy duty shit. Yeah, like a gas powered circular saw. That motherfucker was rad. And like, cause he like cuts through a car roof with it. And, um, and then we get the twist. And you need to go watch the movie because, like, before spoiler alert, because, like, yeah, legit big spoiler. ruining the movie. <laughs> right here will ruin the whole movie. <clears throat> This if there wasn't this twist, this movie would not have. You know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't have liked it as much. So the no. twist is that the whole time, that man didn't exist. It was all Marie. She like you go back and you see the the cameras at the gas station, and she's the one that kills him. And I mean, and then you kind of see it through Alex's eyes where it's just her and she's all bloody and she's like uh why she's it, freaking out all the time around her yeah her to yeah get the fuck away from her in the back of the van when yeah. she was chained up in the house why she was weirded out like so crazily and that's where the cops come in though is where they watch that's their role in the movie was to show you the camera in the yeah. gas station and you see her kill the gas station attendant. Yeah, that big reveal. And so, uh, that big reveal left me with a lot of motherfucking questions, guys. <laughs> like the car, yeah, no, it really does. Like the car chase scene. How do yeah. you? How do you? You know, and uh, um, just the car chase thing, just in general. Why did she go down into the fucking? Like, I understand she's loony, but she went down into the bathrooms. And the doors were supposed to, like she's playing both does parts she, at one time. Where'd the fucking truck come from? Yeah. Does she does she really think that uh, he was he existed or something? Yeah, I think I think so. It was like a it was it was like personality. a personality. Yeah. Okay. Multiple personalities and or whatever. What's that word? Um, dissociative identity disorder. Yes. That. Hi. Okay. Let me ask this. And when it showed him getting uh, head by a headless or a, a, a severed head, would that be her getting I'd take it as? Head? Well, yeah. Maybe she has like because I feel like part of the reason that she hasn't like talked to Alex about her feelings is because maybe she's in the closet and she has like this rep repressed sexuality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it comes out. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. So so the more you repress something, the darker it gets. Um. So maybe that's it, or maybe it was just shock value. And and a lot of this, like, 
I don't know. The first time I watched it, I was just kind of like, what the fuck? But I've seen this movie like three times now, so apparently I didn't hate it. Um, but, it, but I think it comes down to like, you'll notice that the entire movie from the time like the killing starts until you get that reveal, everything is from the perspective of Marie. And she's batshit loony crazy. Like, she's just cuckoo bananas. Black bear behind you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, jumped, they jumped up on there a minute ago. A second ago. Knocks to a it's, bobcat. Knocks yeah. to a panther. Uh, but yeah, it's that, that, like, it makes a lot of sense why you're seeing uh, from her, her perspective through the movie. She's and the an kills and all that. Because it's her. Yeah. But, but like, where does she get the brute strength to do that fucking, uh, cause, cause, cause like the, the mom kill I can buy. Okay. Yeah. You, you know, you don't have to be super strong to cut somebody's throat. The, the killing of the little brother is totally fine. She popped him from the window. No big deal. I mean, it doesn't take a fucking, uh, a super strong person or a rocket scientist to aim down some iron sights from a window. Um, Kennedy, uh, even the, the the gas station attendant, yeah, sure, it's an axe. You know what I'm saying? Just swing that motherfucker right, and it's gonna sink in. You're good. But that fucking that kill with the with the with the what was it? The end table or fucking I don't know. Uh, that was like a dresser, like a yeah. I, I'm not sure what you call that in a in a, in a hallway, a chest of drawers. I don't know what you call it. Uh, what do you call it? Like a bureau, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, it was one. Of the, it was it was some heavy goddamn furniture, is what it was. And I mean, that takes some strength. I think though, uh, when uh, someone, oh, it's like split. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, like the different personalities transform you into what you believe, and somehow, you, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You have that, you have, you are that person. You are that strong, you know? Right. And, but if you think of it, though, if it slid across the floor and she just adrenaline. Yeah. Because after that, you know, she kind of hid. So she might have went back and forth in her roles, I guess. She kind of has to. And then, you know, she's kind of resting, right? I don't know. Like, it's just weird. Like, there's so many questions. Like, I guess she sees herself in the closet earlier, but she really wasn't. Like, you know, my thing is, is like, did she kill him and then, like, act out the role of her or vice versa? I don't know. Uh, it's it's weird. The, the I remember reviewing this, uh... I don't know, last year sometime, and I, I remember saying that the uh, the plot twisted so hard that it ripped holes in itself. Yeah. yeah you know? uh, and, and the thing about High Tension is, like, a lot of people really dig the movie until that twist, and then it ruins it for them. You, you either, like, I've, I've heard two camps of people who really like the twist, and then there's people who just fucking hate it and it ruined the movie for them. And and then I, I guess you got that. people who are just like, yeah, okay, whatever. But yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of the third not, camp. If if you don't search for the answers or overthink it, like, because sometimes you just don't need to overthink a movie. Like, yeah, it just, just it ain't gonna do no good. Just enjoy it for what it is. Granted, yeah. it is a little bit fucked up. That uh, why was she in the car? How does she? Was she in the car the whole time, or was she in the fucking box truck the whole time? That don't make any sense. Besides that, she made all that up in her head, and you were seeing what she made up in her head, imaginary. Yeah, it's just imaginary time. That none of that happened. So maybe but, the truck wasn't uh, real. I don't know because didn't the girl get in the car? Wait, no, there was another car, right? And she gets, oh yeah, that's right. She gets in a passerby car. Alex yeah. gets in a, yeah. we haven't even talked about the ending. She gets in a, a passerby's car and uh, you really, it really comes to form full on that uh, 
Mary Marie uh, is the you know the killer protagonist. I guess is what you call. It. Is that what you call it? Antagonist. Yeah, antagonist. There you go. And she uses the freaking saw and just shoves it through the window and kills dude. That poor bastard. He was just trying to help. Why did well, he drive off? Even... Oh no, his car. His car stalled. His oh, car yeah. stalled. Because it, ran, fucking it, it right. ran into it ran into some rough ga- gravel, so it stalled out. Yeah. <laughs> God. Your opinion, uh, your opinion, fuck me. European your, manufacturing. Yes. That was another thing. I'm just like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, really? Is that that car is a hunk of shit? I tell you what. But uh, yeah, uh, I uh, it hit a it hit a uh, railroad track. Or whatever, it's screwed, ain't it? Oh yeah, you go go over a hard go speed bump too fast, that's your ass, you know. That's that new. Uh, I don't know. Alex stabs her with something eventually. I don't. Know. Yeah, it's like a shard of glass or something. And she's yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. Probably. And and then and then Marie gets taken to a mental institution and. And, and it is one of those where you see the last scene first and then you see it again at the end and she's in the nut hut talking about how she wants to be with Alex forever or whatever. And it's, I don't know, like I'm fine with the ending, but I I like the first two acts of the movie a lot better than the third. Because uh, I, I like the home invasion angle. I like the fucking, I like the kills. Uh, yeah, because when she's fighting the killer... The guy, she's fighting herself like a fight club. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know it's crazy. I get it. But goddamn. You, see a, uh, you just see a woman in the woods slinging shit around? Yeah, that's what it would have been. She's stabbing herself. Looking like herself in the bacon. face. But you know what I'm saying? Hitting herself in the face with the damn pole with barbed wire. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. Nah. That where they were, where where they where they ended up out there, it was like vineyards. It was like grapes and stuff. Okay, well, in intensity, there's uh, the the farmhouse they go to is very nice. Her parents uh, in in the book, the the character that that Alex is based on, uh, her family is like wealthy because they grow grapes for a vineyard. They live in like wine country in, in in California, and so they're 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 very nice farmhouses in the middle of like acres and acres and acres of vineyards. So that yeah. little that little thing there was kind of another nod to uh, uh, intensity. Hmm. So yeah, so it's an all right film. Uh, it's I mean, like I said, I've watched it a few times. I don't hate it. It's not one of my favorites, but if you're looking for something kind of dark, kind of bloody, kind of violent, uh, that you can kind of dissect and 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 talk to the TV too. I mean, it, 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 I think it's a good movie to watch and then discuss with your friends on uh, what you think happened. Yeah, I mean, it it, it, it could be a good discussion like we're doing it now. Yeah, it's it's one of those that's, that's it's definitely good to watch with friends, you know. Yeah, so like a, some friends that you can discuss it with and and break apart. And, you know. Yeah. Where can you but, find Eddie? Uh, you can find this for free on Tubi. Yeah. Uh, Tubi's a good source for. Uh, I love Tubi. They got a lot of movies. A lot of movies. A lot of independent horror films on there too. Yeah. Uh, a lot of filming just, stuff. And there's a lot of uh, old action movies on there too. Yeah, there is. So, so if you like the old 70s and 80s action movies, speaking of 70s movies, um, 1978, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the Killer Okay. Yeah. I um, fucking love this movie. Y'all, this is no shit. One of, this is like, this is in my top ten. No. 
Yes, dude. I love this movie so much. Top 10. Top 10. I fucking yeah. dude. I love this movie. This is like to me, like, like if I were if like like if I had my choice, I would double feature this with Blazing Saddles. So this is a oh, so this is a sci-fi musical horror comedy adventure. So if you don't know what this movie's all about, then I'm sorry. But it's it's what it sounds like. Tomatoes become sentient and they start going around killing people. Uh some of them get real big and squish people. Some of them are regular tomato size and they bite people. Uh, yeah. They don't have mouths. They're just fucking tomatoes that slam into people's throats and they fall down and, and like it's uh, it's it's a it's a send up of like old like fifties B movies, basically. Let's. Uh, uh, can I? Have to, uh, I don't yeah. know. I want to do this. some trivia. But you know the helicopter scene? Yeah. That was not intentional. That yeah, was... that was... <coughs> yeah, that was real. Um, the Nobody except for the pilot was hurt. <coughs> and he only had minor injuries, so... So apparently oh, Jake, Jake, Riley, and George Wilson quickly ad-libbed the rest of the scene as the wreck was set on fire. The crash of the $60,000 rented helicopter used up more of the budget than all other aspects of the film combined. I fucking believe it. Wouldn't you have insurance on it, though? Like, you rented it. How, why would you have to pay for it if, it if the fucking pilot crashed it? I don't know. There, there might have been like, ah, we don't need insurance. We got this. We just need it for fucking 30 minutes. But, I mean, if you rent... Oh, wait. No, though. It might be you might have hired your own pilot. Like they yeah. don't provide the pilot. Never mind. This was the 70s. It said that most of the army uniforms were bought at Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Uh, the, the Attack of the Kilomarados, I don't know where I watched this movie first or when, but I had seen it. Um, yeah. But I grew up in the 80s, and the cartoon is yeah. what was really on my radar more than this movie and I don't know where I watched this movie I'll be honest with you but re-watching it I'm like yeah I've seen this movie I know, you know what like, probably caught it on cable at some yeah, point because the war room where they're crawling over the table and shit <laughs> that's this, funny shit. And, and and this is the era of this movie the, the 70s at this time they were doing these type of jokes these comedy like uh, Monty Python, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just it's, over the top. It, it, it's silly, but it's you're going to laugh. Oh yeah, I, I like I said, I compare this to something like a Mel Brooks movie or something. You know, like Blazing yeah. Saddles, where it's yeah, just like, kind of over the top, and it's like, and it, you know, it's 78. The humor's a little crass or whatever. And uh, if if you're one of those people who enjoys getting offended by movies, this won't do it for you. Uh, my my favorite scene is in that one of my favorite scenes is in the war room where they're talking about the tomatoes and okay they, they, it's, it's set up and they got all these experts in there and one of them is this Japanese scientist that oh and, my god and when he opens his mouth it's like this this old school like radio DJ like super smooth silky voice you know, his lips don't match up, and it's it's just it's it's great. It's like the <laughs> no, it like, is totally dubbed like a freaking Japanese dubbed movie. Yeah, yeah. They're not even trying to use an authentic Japanese voice, like accent voice. It's just like no, guys, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> There yeah. you go. <laughs> and when he speaks for the first time, it's 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 so goddamn funny. He doesn't yeah. even say, say it. His first line isn't even a joke, but it's so funny with the voice that comes out of him. You know, I have yeah. expected. I remember it, always expecting it to be like, well, you know, <laughs> what we really need to do is take a rook. But no, it's just this. 
he has this super smooth, like radio ready, no accent at all, you know, voice. But there's a scene where he's they're talking about the tomatoes, and they're like these vicious fruits, and the Japanese guy goes, "Actually, sir, tomatoes are fags." He's like, no, no, no. and then the guy leans in and goes, "He means fruit." You know, and that shit was funny. And then, and then, and then later on, the guy says, um, "says you know, wear a jacket. There's a Jap in the air." And, and then yeah. the, the guy touches the Japanese guy's arm and he goes, "He means nip." It, you know, it's like, yeah, I was just like, Dude, this, this <laughs> ain't happening. And then, uh, but it is, I don't know, Ty, just seeing that and crawling over there. Well, this is the biggest room I could find on I'm like, are you fucking what? <laughs> their their table barely fits in the room. They got to crawl over the table. And to they're get walking chairs. down the hallway of all these rooms. You know what I'm saying? Like this massive yeah. building. I'm just like, man. It was like a closet. And, yeah. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had maybe uh, about five, six inches to pull the chairs out of, not more. One more. Yeah. And, but the great thing was, is like, uh, Everyone knew where to go. Like, this wasn't the first time it had happened. Yeah. Like, I was sitting there thinking, like, they all crawled to the exact spot they were, which, granted, they probably were told, and, you know, this is where you need to sit. But still, it's like, well, this has happened before. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, this is nothing new. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you get your experts. You have the, uh, was it the, the swimming expert? Was it a, a European gymnast? And she was like, there's a scene where she's like eating cereal. It looks like Wheaties, but it just says steroids on the box. Uh, there's oh, the, wait. The, what, what, was that not, was she not Russian? Yeah, she was Russian. Yeah, the, she was a gymnast, right? Yeah. And then she's the a, swim expert was. Uh, was the guy that was wearing the scuba gear. Everyone was right. Was he the one that was racist? I don't <laughs> Oh my god, because the black guy could come in, he was a disguise expert. Another one of my favorite scenes, because there's the disguise expert, and then there was like the the basically just the, the paratrooper. That's and him. Just, he was a racist. He was always walking around dragging his fucking parachute. Like there's this <laughs> there's a chase scene where he's like doing parkour basically with dragging this whole ass parachute behind him. And he's always getting tangled up in it and shit. Um but well, there's uh, this... go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say the 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 disguise expert, his a uh, his tomato outfit, his disguise, chilling with tomatoes around a fire. I just need some ketchup. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. like, God damn. When the paratrooper first shows up and rendezvous with uh, the the head guy on the case. His name was Mason Dixon, by the way, which I thought was kind of great. Um, mm. You see, he he had, pulls out a machete and he starts going after the disguise expert. He's like, "Ah, oh, I'll get you, you bastard! You're supposed to be dead." And it's this big black guy. He's like six foot tall, probably two sixty five, two eighty, and um, he's dressed like Adolf Hitler. He's got the <laughs> full Nazi regalia and the little tiny mustache. And he's like, no, no, that's not Adolf Hitler. That's our disguise expert. Disguised as Adolf Hitler. And he's like, oh. And he still doesn't believe him. So he starts speaking German to him. And Homeboy's like, Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this shit's great. Well, maybe I was wrong. I thought Mason Dixon was racist, man. I mean, maybe. Because he had the uh, Confederate flag on him. Yeah. And uh, the next time he seen him, he wanted to kill him. But I could have been well, totally wrong. One of the funny things to me is the scuba diver was always walking around in the gear with flippers on and everything. <laughs> yeah, there's a scene where he like he like Navy SEAL rolls into a fucking uh, fountain outside of like a building or something and starts swimming around. Uh, <laughs> that. Then you have um, Lois, what's her name? She's a reporter who's in there to get the get the scoop on what's really going on. Because 
underneath all this this comedy, there's like a bunch of social commentary that's still like kind of fucking relevant. Because there's like Lois Fairchild. Yeah. And there there's totally a scene where she's like, this guy walks by and there's like he's in a suit, but his cape is like poking out from under his coat. She's like, Oh, hi, Clark. Hi, Lois. And, and then, like off screen, he flies away, and they don't see it. There's some old man, like what, 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 you know, pointing at the sky and shit. But yeah, under all this, there's this there's commentary about uh, marketing, about um, how advertising is is meant to control and manipulate your mind and to tell you how to think. And there's like uh, the whole. Uh, press secretary for the president coming out and just like acting like nothing's going on, like uh, like acting acting like there's not even an issue going on, and and then ends up ta- fielding a question from a kid for a a public school newspaper, like an elementary school newspaper about the tomato menace, and so he has to like ad lib it on the spot, you know make up some some fucking like oh no it's no big deal it's fine you know it just seems it seems it's that the commentary that's laced into this movie shouldn't have aged as well as it did (laughs) you know it just goes to show that that we've been dealing with the same shit for 40 some odd years you know uh so I thought I was uh, uh a lot of 70s jokes yeah like there's a lot of references like there was one reference like well where's so-and-so well oh he's dealing with that thing down in texas well i look it up like what big thing was happening in texas at the time there's an oil baron that was getting himself off of murdering people clearing his name oh wow yeah and it was like whatever attorney or whatever like you know they're talking about the u.s attorney or something yeah being there to, to help with it, and they're like, oh no, he's down in Texas dealing with that one thing. I was like, I looked that shit up, and I was like, there's a lot, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could probably pick up if you lived in that era on a lot of different little yeah. There's I thought that yeah, was pretty the, interesting. I don't know. Yeah, it's, you know, it kind of gives you a window into uh, into the time period, you know? Yeah, because apparently that dude killed some people, or supposedly killed some people allegedly yeah yeah allegedly there you go allegedly killed some people and he was clearing his name in the court system huh that he didn't do it and i was just like wow they brought that one out yeah (laughs) yeah and maybe that was it i don't know and then there's like a reference to the stp oil company and shit that like i don't even think is around anymore I don't uh, think so. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. The big orange sign with the blue STP on it. Yeah. Yeah, the orange bubble. Oh, Richard Petty used to drive one. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff that's, like, dated, but it's not so much that it gets in the way of, like, you know, even if you don't know anything about the time period, you can still go in and oh, like, enjoy it, the movie. It's a silly movie. Uh, this is a movie, though, like, there's nothing serious about it. No, if, nothing if, at all. If you go into this movie and you have the wrong attitude at the time, you will not like this movie. Like, no. You know what I mean? Like, it's a goofy-ass movie. And oh, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just a ridiculous, over-the-top comedy movie. It's yeah. fucking Killer Tomatoes, though. Like, yeah, it can't be any other way. You be. can't have a yeah. You can't have a serious attack of the killer tomatoes movie. That'd be weird because it's killer fruit. Yeah, yeah, it would suck. Uh, yeah. I there there are some some parts in it though that are like like yeah, it's it's like to, it's a total like fucking quote unquote B movie or whatever. It's you know it's it's an exploitation film for sure. But there there are like scenes in it that are like super well done. Like uh, the battle scenes when shit really pops off toward the end, uh, there's like a lot of miniatures used and like little tiny miniature explosions and tomatoes rolling through and that stuff's really cool. It's like really well done. And then there's a lot of like the tomatoes, like you can tell that they 
rolled the tomatoes down the stairs and then played it in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, the CGI yeah. wasn't back then, so practical effects, you know? Yeah. Could you imagine if they did a reboot, they would probably CGI the hell out of that movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think... I don't think I don't see any reason why anybody would even go near trying to reboot that movie. Yeah, there's no. Now, now making an animated series, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, That'd be the that only way you could way have. It. You could just do Attack of the Killer Vegetables and Fruit or something. But there probably already has been something that's been done like that. But wouldn't be Veggie Tales. Oh. Veggie Tail Zombies edition. No. That'd be horrible. <laughs> That'd be horrible. God. Just the mention of zombies is just So I believe uh Yeti, this movie is also on Tubi, right? Yeah, it is. It's it's on Tubi. Uh on. there's there's like so there's some other stuff that I really like. Like in the beginning, it starts like a zombie movie. Yeah. Like people yeah. people are sitting around and it's like news bulletins about killer tomatoes and stuff. And there's an old couple sitting on a sitting on their porch or whatever, watching some dude get massacred by tomatoes, and they're just like, "Well, that's something you don't see every day." You know, they're just they're just so fucking. They're just like, well, "That sucks," you know. Yeah, that sucks for you. Yeah. All, right. so all, yeah. in all, though, all in all, uh, definitely a go-to movie, huh? Oh yeah, man! I love this movie. I've, I I can't tell you how many times I've watched this movie in the past few years since I found it on Tubi. I think it's on Netflix too. Maybe, maybe that Spaceballs that's on Netflix. Spaceballs is on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Spaceballs this is fucking is awesome. Because usually, if it's on Tubi, I'm not sure if it's on Netflix. You know what I mean? Yeah, there is some, there is some crossover. <laughs> yeah, there's some crossover with like Tubi and Shutter. But uh, not probably not so much with uh, Netflix. Uh, but it, there's no fucking way this motherfucker would be in a top ten list of mine. I love, not, I love this. It's just I'm so. On this. It's like okay, maybe not like top ten all time, but like comedies. No, 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 no motherfucker. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Like top no, ten comedies see, I mean, all time. Yeah, I can see. I mean, you love this movie. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I I'm fucking just, love this fuck movie. Me. Yeah, if you love it, it, you is, love it. I it, it is it's over the top and it's fucking ridiculous and it's dumb and it does kind of drag in some places. Like it could benefit from a little bit, a little bit of editing. But I mean, other than that, man, it's just so fucking fun. And it's and you can just get wrecked, get a couple of buddies together, like fucking get good and baked or have a few beers. And just just have a fucking blast, you know what I'm saying? Watching it, or you can watch it and and think about you, you can like dig to that deeper layer of all the commentary and what what they're trying to say through through the film, you know. And it's uh, so you can watch it like a couple of different ways and, and still get a lot of enjoyment out of it. It's it's smart. It's it's a stupid movie, but it's smart too, you know. So. I don't know. I highly recommend it. If you, if you like, if you like stuff like, uh, like again, I'm gonna go fucking Mel Brooks, you know, fucking Blazing Saddles yeah. or or Spaceballs or something. I think you'll dig this too. It's it's fun. Right. And if you watch the sequel, the sequel, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, is George Clooney's first uh, film appearance, first feature film. Wow, yeah, he plays a pizza boy. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. I think uh, uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes is my first time getting in that universe. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, it's it's definitely. It, well, it was made in the nineties, so it's you know. Is that the one where they're in France? No, no, that's uh, that's part three. Okay. Which actually should have been. No. France is part four, which should have been part three, but they made uh, Killer Tomatoes Strike Back as part three, and then and then came back with Killer Tomatoes Eat France for part four. I haven't seen three or four. I just remember that they were in France. Like I'm not sure if I've seen another whole movie. 
because uh, like I say, uh, I was really fan of the cartoon because, well, I watched. I was a really big fan of every cartoon in the eighties. Yeah, when I was a kid, I loved any kind of cartoon. Yeah, my, I remember my sister that, I remember. would watch the uh, uh, Gummy Bears, and I would watch it with her. Which no, Gummy Bears was good. She watched what's yeah. what's that one with the the bears? Care Bears. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She watched that shit. I still watched it though. I, I mean, it's yeah. Hard to, I mean, Saturday morning. Yeah. What else oh, you hell have? Yeah. Hell yeah! Well, hell yeah, y'all. So, who's turn? Uh, I think is it uh, our patrons' uh, turn for the movie of the week? I don't know. Is it? Do we have? Who, who was after Yeti? Uh, I think I was, but I'm not sure. Uh, okay. If the, if, I don't know. If somebody recommended a movie, that's fine. You're lucky that it's not in October because Hubie Halloween would be 100 for fucking percent the movie that I would choose. One hundred percent. You just like I'm see gonna, me angry about things. I'm <laughs> gonna watch that movie just because it's a Halloween movie and it's new. Hey Johnny. Uh, uh, well, it's your turn, so you'll pick the movie. Of the uh, week. Uh, there was a movie, I, but I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to pick it because uh, it's on Toby. It's called Revenge. It's a 1980s movie, but uh, apparently there was a movie before that uh, that mm-hmm. ties in, and I'm not sure if uh, it'll work out. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, well, we'll see. Well, we got two we'll, weeks. We'll, yeah. So thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you hit up the the uh, com and go check out TPO for some merch. Got some Halloween merch up there, guys. And go go check out Beyond the Basement because uh, we're awesome on there. Yeah, we're kind of coming up on our season finale. Uh, yep. It's going to be a fun show. We're going to do something do something fun. It's uh, always fun. It's always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always fun. We're Aliens, do... cryptids, serial killers. We talk about all kinds of shit on there. We're gonna do. We're gonna do a fun. It's gonna be a fun show. And and if if things go correctly, I will have a brand new chart topping hit to introduce to the world on the next Beyond the Basement. Oh, so yeah. So the finale will be next week. So you better tune in. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's all we got. We out. Later. What? I don't know. I got. Now it's time to say goodbye to the basement guys again. They would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. Y'all invited back next week to this locality to have a heaping helping of their hospitality. Or that is. Spooks and spells. Take your shirt off. Y'all come back now. Here?